Hey, look, everyone, gather around. We got ourselves an edgy comic. Trying to be shocking just for the sake of being shocking is not shocking at all. It's actually kind of hacky. A whole lot of comics when they're starting out, me included, want to change the world with our comedy. Speak truth to power. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever heard a joke that changed your life? Me either. The closest a comic has ever come to that is George Carlin describing eggs as liquid chickens. Made me not want to eat them for a while. There's nothing wrong with being edgy or pushing the envelope. That's great in certain circumstances. But if you're starting out or you're kind of midway, I want you to do this first. Prove that you can make the audience laugh with a regular original joke. Learn the basics. Put all the tools together. Have them in your toolbox. Execute what you need to do. Then venture out into some of those other territories. This might be naive of me or even foolish, but I don't really understand abstract art. I enjoy some of it, but I don't really get it. What gives it legitimacy to me in my infantile art brain is, all right, I realize Picasso is considered one of the greatest artists of all time. Was he also able to paint still life? Could he replicate an apple and a banana? And my friend, my dear friend, Gavin Grimm, he explained to me what was so magical about Picasso and how he directs the eye and keeps you focused on different parts of the painting. I didn't know any of that stuff. But Picasso could also paint still life. And that gave me the confidence in him that, yeah, I can appreciate this other stuff now. Again, that may be moronic, but I think it applies to comedy. Go out there and make people laugh first. If you want to change people's minds through your comedy, hitting them over the head with something probably isn't the best approach. Try persuading them. We use laughter and jokes to make suggestions to people to look at things differently, different than they ha already have been and, and how their mindset is. Make a compelling argument for what you're saying. To go on stage and to be edgy for edginess sake, they were already kind of phasing that out in the 90s because so many comics were doing it. When I started out, I was inspired by two comics primarily, especially when I was on the road. Bill Hicks and Anthony Clark. I loved Bill Hicks' material and the types of things he talked about, and I loved Anthony Clark's delivery style and his silliness. If you haven't heard of Anthony Clark, look him up. I don't know how many clips are on YouTube, but man, just flat out funny. And I enjoyed every moment when I would see him hanging out at the bar at the improv. I integrated those two by delivering Hicksian type material with the silliness and the physicality of Anthony Clark. I wasn't a seasoned enough comic at that point to really pull it off, but boy, I love thinking of myself as edgy. Yeah, I'm Lenny Bruce, man. I'm out here doing it. I'm telling jokes. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's getting arrested. <laughs> and changing the whole landscape of what you can say on stage. But 
I'm in Des Moines, Iowa, like, yeah, take that, authority. It's kind of juvenile. I still have that rebellious spirit. I still have boundary-pushing material in my act. It's not, if you saw my regular act now, it's not crowd-pleasing by any means in terms of, I'm not pandering to them just to get laughs. But there's a fine line. I don't take it too seriously. I like getting angry at insignificant things and putting the larger things into a different perspective. So just give it some thought. I don't want to dampen your spirits. Most of the time, comics have very good intentions for why they're doing the things that they're doing. But just realize you're there so that the club can sell beer and chicken fingers. Let's not get too carried away. I hope you enjoy the new background. I'm constantly trying to change and improve. And <laughs> the crazy thing is, first of all, I wanted more of a minimalist look. Minimalist? Um, and because there's this blur or a bouquet or whatever, bokeh on the camera, uh, it was making my face look kind of weird and chopping out some of my hair. See, I still have hair. Um, but I just wanted something simple. And the old, so I went down to Joanna's fabric and I bought nine and a half feet by six feet of just black felt, put it behind me. Uh, I'm not even using the regular light. I'm just using my computer screen. And what I normally would do because I procrastinate and overthink things is I would let it sit in the bag that I bought to put it in so it didn't get dirty in my van. Yeah, I have a van. The, don't ask questions. And I wouldn't put it up for a month. But as soon as I got home, I took down the old one. I have all these headshots back there that I bought at an estate sale. They're still there. But I just put it up. It's like I was talking to somebody tonight who uh, he's like fretting over what open mic you should do and when's the right time. Just do it. Do it now. Nobody cares. Nobody cares about my background except for me. Nobody, that's not why you're watching. And you know, Oh, I wonder what his background's like now. So just go out and do the things. Take chances. Take risks. Change things up. Watch me again. Find my channel. Have a great night. Or day. I don't know when you're going to watch this stupid video. That's too long to just say, hey, simmer down with the edginess. <laughs>